If you want to find the answer to something and you want to find it quickly, what's the first thing you do? You search for those details online, right? Is it supposed to rain today? Am I spelling this correctly? What restaurants are near me? Online searches are built into our daily habits, so much so that I can only imagine the number of searches that the average person completes on Google every single day. Wait, you know what? Um, I don't need to imagine that. Hang on one second. Yep, here it is. The average person completes three to four searches on Google every single day. How did I know that? I didn't until just now. The point is, is that finding details online is easy. So easy that when details and updates are not immediately available online, we notice. And perhaps maybe we get a little disappointed and frustrated when details are not there because access to information has become so second nature. So what's this mean for your job or internship search? If you're in the throes of a job search, you may have thought about where to go online to find a job posting, or maybe you noticed how much information you could track down about a company using their website or social media. But have you ever given thought to how easy or difficult it is to find you online? Are you making it easy to read up and learn about the skills and experiences that would make you a good match for a recruiter trying to fill a position? Today on Ready for Business, we discuss just that, the power of using your online presence to grow your network professionally and perhaps raise your success in securing your next position. From the College of Business Administration at Kent State University, I'm Andy Wyant, Associate Director in the Career Services Office, and this is Ready for Business, our podcast series exploring the readiness of business students as they hit the market for internships and full-time jobs. Our team of career service pros in the College of Business are on a mission to help talent and opportunity meet. So we recently sat down with a group of professional recruiters from a variety of companies in the region to hear exactly how the professionals doing the hiring are making their decisions on which candidates are ready for the job and which are not. We're sharing those conversations in this series so you can be informed and ready for business. We've reached episode seven in our series. Episode seven, your online brand. Before getting too far along in the conversation with our panel of guests about why and how your presence online can help you in your search, I first wanted to confirm we're all on the same page with the where. Where are all of the recruiters searching and spending their time online to find candidates? The answer became pretty clear from each of their responses during our interviews. So when we talk about social media, the biggest social media that we utilize, I'm going to say, is LinkedIn. If you want to network and interest, and you know, have interest, uh, come go find me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yes, uh, LinkedIn. You can definitely connect with those recruiters via LinkedIn. Uh, we're very much on LinkedIn. Um, so we use LinkedIn a lot for recruiting. So I would say if... Everybody should have a LinkedIn profile because a lot of recruiters, that's what they're using to find talent. Yeah, definitely. Having an updated LinkedIn profile, I would say LinkedIn. The only one we truly look at is LinkedIn. And, and you know, whether you think that's social media or not, I think it is. LinkedIn, in case you're not familiar, was launched in 2003 and has approximately 120 million users logging in every single day. That's roughly the same number of daily users as Twitter. In addition to LinkedIn, I also want to acknowledge another online branding resource. This one's exclusively available to students and alumni, and it's really gained a lot of momentum in recent years as an online branding tool. 
It's called Handshake. So hearing you say that you're using Handshake is almost like an applicant tracking system. What role does Handshake play in just simply finding candidates? It's been fairly a fairly small role for us. Um, recently, we've been trying to use it a lot more. Um, so I could see myself in the future looking at the student's profile. So I think it is important to at least have a profile um, and then work on building out your brand from there. So we have two online communities in focus here, LinkedIn and Handshake. Both are designed to facilitate talent and employer connections and promote networking. Handshake may be the new one for you, perhaps until you arrived on campus. So if you're not yet familiar, Handshake is a networking and career services website designed specifically for the college and university space to connect employers, talent, and colleges. Right now it's used and available to students and alumni at approximately 800 colleges and universities in the US. And for students attending a Handshake campus, such as Kent State University, it packs loads of potential for connections as there are roughly 250,000 companies that use Handshake to find and meet candidates to fill available positions. Now let's hear some examples of how you can use that presence in those locations to increase your success with a recruiter. Several of our guests stated that LinkedIn provides a simple and effective way to just stay in touch and show interest in a company. This is Marie Henry. I am a University Relations Manager at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. When you are going through a career fair or an info session or anything where you're meeting an employer and you're definitely interested in the role, grab their business card and, a, and connect with them on LinkedIn because it's a great way to keep that communication going or even through email. But, you know, having them on LinkedIn is just that extra, you know, step that you could could get you the job. I use LinkedIn for a couple, couple of different ways. Hi, I'm Matt Klaus. I am HR director with Fathom. And this is a tactic that I have, and I'm, I don't know that a lot of folks have a tactic, but um, I'll, I'll give you guys my secret here. Uh, so if I were to come to campus or be at a career fair, I will tend not to bring my business cards. And I will say, if you if you want to network and interest, and, you know, have interest, uh, come go find me on LinkedIn and shoot me a message and uh, we'll talk. And I leave it right there. Um after a career fair or, or, you know, a visit here or something like that, I'll, I may get four or five messages from a classroom of 30 or, or a hall of 100, right? But to me, I, I love that because now I got four really solid candidates that I want to have a relationship with. And those that didn't message me, well, I don't know how interested you are because we're not having conversations. But I do know that I've got four really good ones. Right. So those are the folks that I want to continue the relationship with. All right. My name is Alyssa Angeletti. I am the HR and talent lead at Vision 360. It's really nice to see, you know, I'm connected with a lot of students I've interviewed in the past. Um, and, you know, when they weren't a fit for our company, they were a fit for another company. So even from that aspect, there are people who who like to see you succeed. So it's nice to see, you know, even if it didn't work out with us, that it worked out with a different company. So I think posting about your professional accomplishments, um, you know, just engaging with other posts as well. It's always nice to see students who are engaged with their community, posting on different, you know, clubs they belong to and things like that. Um, I think that's very important. Now, if you didn't get the opportunity to meet the recruiter face-to-face in advance of connecting in LinkedIn, 
Simply reaching out with a request to connect can also be a good starting point for the conversation. I think in general, if you have interest in an organization, have confidence that it's okay to just say, hi, I'm so-and-so and I want to know more about you guys. It's totally cool. Like, I love that. I will answer those LinkedIn messages before I answer an email to my boss because that's bringing in potential, really, really, really potential, uh, not just a not just a person to do the job, but somebody who's hungry to do more, someone who's drive pushing themselves. I know that those messages are awkward to write. It's hard to put your neck out there. But when you do, good things will happen. Being present on LinkedIn enables you to search and seek out individuals and keep a conversation going, or even start up a new conversation. To raise your hand and say, I'm interested, but keep in mind that recruiters are also searching and seeking out new connections in LinkedIn that they're curious to learn more about. So don't be surprised if a recruiter is the one that reaches out to you directly. My name's Kate Blake, and I'm a recruitment specialist at Sherwin-Williams. As we're reviewing candidates, um, you know, we'll definitely utilize LinkedIn to reach out to students and share about different positions or maybe share when we're coming to campus. It gets me excited when I can look up somebody on LinkedIn and even if it's a referral and like say, well, hey, let me you know, check them out. I don't have their resume. Hi, my name is Rachel Higgins. I am the executive director of recruitment for Northwestern Mutual. Because sometimes you, you get a better feel for their personality on LinkedIn and um, kind of put a face to the name and, and know what their major is, what they do in their free time. So LinkedIn is a huge, if, if you can get your presence on there, that's a huge deal, at least for me from a recruiting standpoint. We actively source candidates. My name is Tiffany Proud, and I am a senior human resources recruiter at FedEx Custom Critical. And what sourcing means is we are looking for individuals. So not only do people apply to us, but we reach out to individuals um, that we think may be a good uh, fit for some of our positions. And by that, we are going on LinkedIn and we're doing specific searches to do so. I won't bore, bore you with how we do those, but we do um, look for certain words and whatnot. And we, we pull your LinkedIn profile and we reach out via a, a message. We send an inbox message. And so we that's one way that we do use social media. When a recruiter reaches out with a message, each of our guests emphasize the importance of responding, not letting messages go unanswered. In fact, many gave a very specific expectation to follow for the length of time it should take a candidate to respond to a message online. Yes, I mean, I understand we're all busy, um, but if I send you an email or, or reach out to you, um, I would say within 24 to 48 hours, you want to try to get back to somebody. Um, I've had people call me weeks later, and I, I've kind of—I don't want to say I've moved on, but I'm like, oh yeah, I did—I did reach out to you. Um, so as as fast as you can get back to somebody and, and, and follow up is huge too. Um, so if you have an interview, you know, shooting a thank you email or or just expressing even further your interest. You know, I, I went home, I thought about it my whole way home, and I'm excited and ready for the next step, and I appreciate your time. So that goes a long way, just your responsiveness too. What's a general timeline of, of when you would expect that next action to happen? If they're really serious about the role, I would say 24 to 48 hours. I know that might be strict, but um, it 
keeping it, you know, we meet a lot of candidates. We see a lot of resumes. We see a lot of people. So we need to, you know, keep that person fresh in our mind. There's so many times where I'm at a career fair and I really think the person is a good fit for the company. I specifically um, hire for sales, but maybe they want marketing or, you know, something of finance or capital markets that we are hiring for. I'm always stressing to them, you know, make sure that you follow up with me and let me know what exact position you applied for so I can pass along your resume to the the other recruiter, the right recruiter. And so many times I never hear a response and it makes me so sad because I'm like, that, that was a great candidate. So um, just making sure that you're following up right away that way it's fresh in their minds, I would say 24 to 48 hours. Things can move like pretty quickly during the, the hiring process sometimes. So I think too, just to make sure like you don't miss out on anything, um, you know, I would hate to you know, if someone delays their response a couple of days, um, you know, the hiring team might already be moving on to next steps by then. So you just don't want to risk like missing out on that opportunity by not responding sooner. I understand if you need to check your schedule or anything like that. Um, it's definitely okay to let the recruiter know, like, I received your message. Thank you. I'm really excited to come for an on-site interview. Um, I'm just checking my work schedule, but I'll be sure to respond as soon as I have that confirmed. That way, I at least know, okay, you're interested, want to come on site, rather than if I don't hear something for a couple days, I would probably start to feel concerned, like, oh, like maybe, maybe they're not as interested or, you know, maybe they've taken something else at that point. My name is Susan Denton. I am from Medical Mutual, and I'm a senior corporate recruiter. So yeah, I would say most communications, if you just regularly check your email within one day and, you know, set aside, you know, 10, 15 minutes, we always have our email on our phones with us. So it should be something very easy that you can sit down and just make sure you're being responsive, especially if you know you're applying for things. You should already be alerted to the fact that you're going to be reached out to. So you should be ready to respond. So why the sense of urgency? And why is a quick reply from a candidate so helpful to a recruiter? Every step is part of the interview process. So if it takes you a week to respond to me as a recruiter or two weeks or six months, how long is it going to take you to respond to um, customers, colleagues, um, business organizations? So it's that responsiveness is there and I get it. Not every student is on LinkedIn 24-7, but checking it every few days is definitely a good thing if you don't have the app. But come on, most of the time people have apps and you get notifications. Even if it's a, hey, thanks for reaching out, but I'm not interested at this time, that also could help for the future. Because it'll show us if you've been contacted and we haven't gotten a response, we're not going to contact you again, but maybe it's a different position or something that might be a better opportunity. Right. So even if it's not the right moment, you still want to keep the line of communication open. Absolutely. In addition to replies being timely, I asked each of the recruiters to describe what they typically are seeing within this reply message. What's a good or bad way for a candidate to respond? We were talking about um, you know typos and things like that. Yeah. So how much of like the grammar and writing and attention to detail and the, even in those correspondence does that does that play a role in your in your um, in, in someone's candidacy? 
I think it does. Um, it does kind of just, um, everything kind of does go back to like that, just like professionalism. Um, and so like if someone's responses are, um, just maybe like shorter, maybe not as much attention to detail for like punctuation or capitalization and that type of thing. Um, again, I think it, it does kind of, um, show, you know, what your business communication might look like in the position. Grammar always matters. Let's just put that out there. Hi, this is Lynn Murphy. I'm the director of recruiting at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. So I think grammar and spelling, it, that is always going to matter, but it doesn't need to be as formal. So like if I send somebody a LinkedIn message, a lot of times I'll get back, thanks for contacting me. Um, I'm really interested in this position. Like that's all I'll get back from them. And that's great because it's concise and to the point, but it's not, you know, it's not using abbreviations. It's not everything is spelled correctly. It's not poor grammar. The other thing is we do a lot of communication via text. So um, we have, um, when we contact a candidate, a lot of times we end up having a lot of that communication with them because it's easier to get a hold of them that way. And I think it's the same point as like a LinkedIn message or an email. Keep it re- You can keep it really brief. I mean, you are texting, but maybe not just using abbreviations that you would be using with your friend. So no emojis. No, I don't know. People still use emojis, like just the smiley face they always use. Everybody uses that. I would, yeah, I would say probably try and stay away from emojis and uh, away from like some of the, I don't even know what all the abbreviations are, but, you know. Sure. Okay. Yeah. No abbreviations, no, no, uh, and, and keep it to just a. Just a smile. Just a smile. <laughs> just a smile. smile if you me. must. <laughs> So let's rewind and think about the networking profile that you've created. I asked our guests, what information are recruiters searching for and what do they want to learn exactly when searching for candidate profiles on LinkedIn? LinkedIn is your online resume. I'm Molly Phelps. I am a recruiter with Fastenal. So your LinkedIn should have the same information as your resume. It could go in more detail, but it should should have the same information, same dates. It should should all match up. Group projects, almost every class has them. So after group projects or if you're doing competitions within the classes, that's a great place to highlight that information. Definitely having a professional picture. I know not everybody has the ability to do like a headshot, but even if you just have a friend, you know, put a put a nice professional outfit on and have them take some, some shots of you on a blank wall or outside or something, you know, professional picture, any activities, so making sure you're putting all of your extracurricular activities, your work history, anything that you're involved in. Um, and a big thing for me is, is making sure that it's all grammatically correct, capitalization. Um, it's, it's basically an online resume, so as professional as you can make it look and up to date. And you can really um, expand a lot more in your LinkedIn profile than probably what you have room for on your resume. Because um, I was talking with one student, and she had a lot of really great experiences. And she was probably going to have to tailor down some of those things as she was applying to different jobs. Um, but on LinkedIn, LinkedIn's great because there's so many different categories and, um, you know, places where you can put a lot of great information. You can include a summary a little bit more about yourself and like who you are and, um, like what unique things you would bring to an employer. I look at, um, typically in LinkedIn, I'll look at what their major is when they're going to be graduating. So making sure that's up to date, you know, a lot of times I'll find, oh, this person's a current student 
and you come to find out they actually graduated two years ago. So making sure that's updated because I might pass that person by thinking, well, they're not available for full time now because they're not graduating for a couple more years. Um, so I think that is one piece. I think I, I look at their work history as well. And I also look at how active they are and how connected they are. So it's great to be on LinkedIn and have this great profile. But if you don't have any connections, you, you know, you've, you've got a great profile, but maybe you have 30 connections, you're probably not active on LinkedIn either. So you might not be maximizing it and connecting with as many people as you can. I think also um, making sure that when on your LinkedIn, you you have like a, I don't, it's like an intro section where you basically are just saying what you're looking for and what you want, utilizing that. Some people don't, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a role in marketing with a company in the Northeast Ohio area, whatever it might be, you using that because otherwise I have to make assumptions if I'm just looking at your resume. So would you say there's any behaviors to avoid within a networking site like LinkedIn? Um, you know, I, I think it's something that uh, either you need to 100% do it or don't do it at all. If you're going to have a, a LinkedIn profile, um, have an established profile. It doesn't have to be the biggest or the best, but there needs to be substance there. And my name is Andrew Trotter. I'm with the Fastenal Company. Um, just your name and a picture doesn't leave a whole lot and almost leaves the person reviewing it wanting more and detracting from that first interaction with you. Even though it's not face-to-face, their first time meeting you or learning about you was just a name on a screen. So um, definitely, uh, you know, have some substance or just don't participate. Uh, The other thing I would say about LinkedIn is if you are going to post about the company, be very, very thoughtful about what you're saying um, comments about your company or other companies' competition uh, need to always remain professional and positive. Uh, what might feel appropriate to you may not feel appropriate to the organization that you work for. Um, so it's it's one of those things that once it's out there, it's out there, and negative repercussions can come. Whether it's your resume that you've posted online, your LinkedIn profile, Handshake profile, or even a social media site we've not discussed by name, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. Your online brand that's available for anyone to view can bring to light other various parts of your identity and activity online. So are recruiters advised, be sure to be intentional with the story that those sites are telling about you. I think being consistent across platforms, so not being this like super conservative professional on LinkedIn and then having like sketchy stuff on Instagram. So I think being consistent so I can see that's who that person is no matter where I'm going. Yeah. So social media for me is a public professional um, venue for us to share information. So for you, it should be a professional site. Um, For me, it's a place for me to share professional opportunities for you. If you feel like at some point you've had things in your profiles on Facebook or Instagram that aren't appropriate, you can always go back through, clean things up, or you can lock it down. So when people are doing background checks or social media checks, which we do do, um, that, you know, they can't see it. So you need just to be smart and you need to be professional. Once you're starting to apply for a job, this is a time for you to be professional. So to recap what we've heard about your online brand, LinkedIn is an important online network. 
and recruiters highly recommend that job and internship seekers are active users within this site. And all of the time and energy that you spend developing your LinkedIn profile can easily be copied over to your Handshake page to ensure you're maximizing the access to your online brand for recruiters. When a recruiter reaches out, be sure to send a professional, emoji-free reply within 24 to 48 hours, even if it's just to say that you're not interested at this time. Failing to stay engaged may mean that opportunities are moving on without you. Next, be aware that the comments, posts, and shares you're making within spaces like LinkedIn could be harmful to your online brand if you're posting harsh, criticizing, or negative content. And finally, your online brand should match what you're already advertising about yourself on your resume. But profiles in sites like LinkedIn and Handshake allow you to expand beyond that one-page resume by including work examples, links to event articles, group projects, and presentations to highlight the relevant accomplishments to help that recruiter learn more about you. If you have questions about building or reviewing your online brand and social media presence, remember you can always connect with your career services team. Teams like ours are here on campus to help you through this job and internship search from start to finish and that includes setting up and maintaining your online professional brand. The Ready for Business podcast series is a production of the College of Business Administration at Kent State University. Find all of our episodes as well as contact information and appointment scheduling details for the Career Services Office at www.kent.edu business. Check out the show notes for this episode for a direct link to the university's Handshake site to get your KSU student or alumni profile underway and working for you. Also in the show notes, you can find links to the LinkedIn groups for both the Kent State College of Business as well as the College of Business Career Services Office. So look us up. We'd love to have you join our online community of KSU business students and alumni. Our special guests featured in the Ready for Business series include Sarah Martin of Bober Markey Fedorovich, Molly Phelps and Andrew Trotter of Fastenal, Matt Klaus of Fathom, Tiffany Proud of FedEx Custom Critical, Susan Denton of Medical Mutual, Rachel Higgins of Northwestern Mutual, Marie Henry and Lynn Murphy of Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, Kate Blake of Sherwin-Williams, and Alyssa Angeletti of Vision 360. If you work in HR and want to learn more about recruiting business students at Kent State University, drop us an email at bizcareers at kent.edu. That's B-U-S careers at kent.edu. We're closing in on the finale of the Ready for Business series with just one episode to go. Look for episode eight in just a few weeks. In the meantime, don't forget to leave us a review in Apple Podcasts as it helps others find out about the Ready for Business series. Make it a great semester and go Flashes! Flashes.